Welcome to our class on Chassidus. We are learning this week a very special Hasidic discourse from the Rebbe. The Rebbe said this Hasidic discourse in Shabbos, Parsha Shmois, Yud Test, the 19th day of the month of Tevis, in the year Tavshin Mem Ches, 33 years ago. And the Rebbe went on to certify and edit this Hasidic discourse in honor of Chaf Dalit Tevis, the anniversary of the first Chabad Rebbe's passing in the year Tavshin Nun, 31 years ago. The Hasidic discourse is based on the beginning of the uh, prophet of uh, the Haftorah for Shabbos Parsha Shmois, where the uh, Haftorah is from the prophet Isaiah. And the prophet says, Haboyim Yashresh Yaakov, there's going to be the time that's going to come that the seed of the planting of Yaakov is going to give forth um, its fruit and its produce. So the uh, Rebbe brings from the Tzemach Tzedek, who brings down the uh, translation of the Targum Yonis Ben Uziel that says, that what are we referring to when we say Haboyim Yashri Yaakov? It's going to come the time when the seed, the planting of Yaakov, is going to give forth, give forth its produce, its fruit. So he says it's referring to the time of the Geula. It's referring to the time of the redemption. What's the connection the to to uh, to the redemption? So he explains and he says that it's referring to the time when the ultimate redemption, when Mashiach is going to come, and Hashem is going to bring us to the land of Israel, and then it's going to be Yashresh Yaakov, that Yaakov is going to give forth, give, give forth its, its produce. And he explains in the Hasidic discourse, the Tzemach Tzedek explains, that what is the idea of Yashresh? Because we know that when you plant something in the ground, so the seed goes underground. In the world of Kabbalah, it's called, it goes into a state of concealment. And when the thing is in concealment, you don't see anything. But then all of a sudden, something gives birth. So what is the birth? The birth is revelation. So in other words, just like before it gives, before it gives birth, it's in a concealed state in the ground or for example a seed in its mother's womb and then when it gives birth there's you have the revelation so based on this he explains the uh, targum that says that it's going to give birth what does that mean it's going to give birth that the shayrish of the neshama the root of the soul yashrish comes from the word of shayrish the source of yaakov is going to give 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 birth when is that going to happen in a revealed way when mashiach comes so in other words, what the Tzemach Tzedek is explaining, what the Targum is referring to, that it's referring to the Gula redemption, because today our Neshama is concealed. The source of the Neshama is concealed. When Mashiach comes, going to give birth, we'll see the source of the Neshama in a revealed way. So that's one insight into Haboyim Yashe Shrakov. It's referring to the Gula, where the Shoyrish, the source of the soul, will be revealed. So then he brings another insight into Haboyim Yashri Shakov that's referring to the observance of mitzvahs. What does that mean practically? So he gives a simple example. So what happens is when you plant Yashris, when you plant, and was, the first insight was Shoirish. The source will be revealed when Mashiach comes. That's the first insight. Here he's saying Shoirish. What does that mean? When you plant, 
in the ground, so you plant and then things give forth. So over here he's saying is that Yashash is referring to planting mitzvahs. That when, when the neshama is planting and doing mitzvahs, every time you do a mitzvah, you're planting, you're planting another seed, another mitzvah. Now, so what is referring to Yashris Yaakov? That, that Yaakov is busy referring to all Yaakovs. We're all, we're, all, we're all part of Yaakov. We're pl- busy planting seeds or busy doing mitzvahs. Now, what's the connection? We know anytime you have two insights, there's usually a connection between the two. What's the connection between the source of Yaakov that's going to reveal the Mashiach comes and the idea of doing a mitzvah? And he explains very simple. Because this, that the Shoirish, the source of the soul, is going to be revealed when Mashiach comes. Like the first interpretation of the Targum Yenazil, that is coming about through the fact that we'll do mitzvahs. That's going to be the cause of the revelation of the source of our soul when Mashiach comes. And he explains as follows. Because when it comes to the Neshama and the source of the Neshama, there's different levels. Now, there's different levels to the source of the soul. The main root of the soul, if you go to the depth of the root of the soul, that's the way the soul is connected to Hashem above nature. You know, you have parts of the soul that's connected to nature, and you have the parts of the soul that's connected above nature. The part of the soul, the deepest part of the soul that's connected to Hashem above nature, how do you bring out the part of your soul that's connected to Hashem above nature, that is by doing mitzvahs. So every time we do a mitzvah, mitzvah switch we do a mitzvah Hashem, whether we do one of the 248 positive, or we refrain from sinning of one of the 365 negative, what happens is we bring out the source of our soul, which is connected to Hashem above nature. And he explains. Why? Because we know that the way, there's different ways our souls connect to Hashem. One is, like we said, by doing mitzvahs, and that we connect to our soul, which is above nature, and then we, then we connect to Hashem by learning Torah. How do you learn Torah? You learn Torah with your intellect, Chachma. Now, Chachma, we know, is the first of the series. In Hebrew, it's called Reishis Eishtalshalos, the beginning of the involvement of all the series. And so, since it's part of Eishtalshalos, it's nature. On the other hand, when it comes to doing mitzvahs, it's above nature. How do you get to there? You get to there specifically doing, doing mitzvahs. And that's why he quotes over here from the famous um, uh, Mishnah in Pirkei Avot. And what does it say there? That kol Whoever their deeds, actions, mitzvahs, is more than intellect, more than learning Torah, is compared to a tree that has um, very, very strong roots and very um, and multiple roots, and no one can obviously take that away. Why is that? Because it's much stronger. Because the source of the soul comes, it gets revealed through doing mitzvahs. Mitzvahs are much more powerful than Torah. And based on this, he explains the connection between those two insights. That by we, by us doing mitzvahs in this world, which 
is the second insight. Doing mitzvahs in this world, we we draw the source of the soul, and that revelation of the source of our soul that we're using today by doing mitzvahs is going to be where Mashiach comes. Yisyaldun, the base Yaakov, which means the source of our soul is going to be revealed and it's going to glow in a powerful way, which is the first insight of the Shurish and Hashem, which is going to be revealed when Mashiach comes. Now, so based on this, we know that um, the Rebbe brings that it's known that when, when in the Hasidic discourse of the Rebbeim, everything is specific. Even the flow, if something says first and something says after, there's a reason why it says that. So he asks a very simple question. When Mashiach comes, what's going to happen? It's going to be revealed the source of the soul that did mitzvahs now. Now, how does that happen then? By doing the mitzvahs now. So seemingly, if, if, the, if the, what the first thing that happens is doing the mitzvahs now. By doing the mitzvahs now, we're drawing in the, es- the essence of our soul, which will be revealed when Mashiach comes. So seemingly, it should have been the opposite. It should have first listed the first insight about Haboyim Yashishrak is referring to mitzvahs, because that we do first. And then it should say, referring to the idea that what happens when Mashiach comes is going to be revealed. That's question number one. The second question is he asks is that when it speaks about the first insight, where he, the first translation when he says Aboyim Yashishrak is referring to the uh, the redemption, so over there he also explains Haboyim, referring to coming in the future. However, when he explains the second insight, where it's referring to doing mitzvahs, he doesn't connect it to what well, to the to the verse of Aboyim, and the question is, why is that? Okay. So that's the two questions he has. So the Rebbe goes on to explain, he says like this, this that we say, that Yashresh Yaakov, the second insight, is referring to doing mitzvahs, and as we, we, we're, we're planting, we're planting seeds, we're planting mitzvahs, we're doing mitzvahs, so there's two ways we can look at it. What does that mean? One is that Yaakov, resembling all of Klal Yisrael, is busy planting seeds of doing mitzvahs, like, like we mentioned before. The second way you can say that by doing mitzvahs, you're planting in Yaakov. You're planting in Yaakov. Like, for example, the Altaba writes in, in, um, in, in, uh, in Torah, which, by the way, this week is, is the uh, yard site, the Yom Hilula of the Altarebbe, and he says, very simple, just like you take a seed and you plant it in the ground, and um, it has to be planted specifically in the ground. You can plant a seed on the table, it's not gonna grow, it has to be planted in the ground. So he says the same thing also when it comes to planting mitzvahs. The verse says, that you plant the light into the tzaddik. That means you're planting mitzvahs into the Jewish people. As the, we know the other verse that says, that we're going to be, we, referring to the Jewish people, a land full of opportunities. By doing mitzvahs, we're planting, we're planting within ourselves the light of Hashem. And, um, that is also what the verse says, Yashrish Yaakov Yotzis Uparach, that in Yaakov itself, there's, that by doing the mitzvahs now, um, there's going to be a, a growth in Yaakov. So again, to recap, what he's saying is that when you're saying planting mitzvahs, it can mean that we're doing the mitzvahs, or, and we're planting obviously for, for Mashiach Hans will be revealed the, the, bene, the growth of the mitzvahs, or by doing the mitzvah, planting in ourselves. So he explains over there, the author explains in the Hasidic Discourse in Torah Er, 
that this that we say, Haboyim Yashresh Yaakov, which is again referring to um, the planting of the Torah mitzvahs of the Jewish people. How does that happen? So it says, so the, in the Torah it says, How does that happen? It happens specifically through coming into the land of Israel, into the land of Egypt. Why is that? And as we're saying, that planting of the, of the mitzvahs happens by coming into Mitzrayim. Why is that? So the author explains. Because we know that in order for us to receive the Torah, Matan Torah, the, the Torah we got from Matan Torah, Hashem didn't just give us the Torah, Matan Torah, we had to go to Mitzrayim, we had to go through Gullus. And, he's, and so the author explains, just like in order to receive the Torah, we had to go into Gullus and Mitzrayim. So the same thing also, the same thing also, this Gullus, this exile that we're in, this is a preparation for receiving the real gift of Hasidus, which is t- going to be revealed on the greatest level when Mashiach comes. In other words, like this. Just like in order to receive the revealed Torah, we have to go through Mitzrayim, the same thing also to receive the real benefit of Primius Torah Hasidus comes through the Avoidian Golas. And so the Rebbe says, based on this, you can say that this Golas that we're in, which we call the last Golas, the last exile, is a preparation for the revelation of Chassidus, which is Mashiach comes. Because based on this, you understand why it says, Haboyim Yashresh Yaakov. Which means that the Yashresh comes from the word of sh- from, to, to, uh, to plant. That we're planting in the Golas itself. The Golas is the planting. Because... You know, just like the Gullus of Mitzrayim was the planting that brought about Matan Torah. So the same, the same thing also, because we know that in, it says in reference to the Gullus of Mitzrayim, is called Kur Herbarzel. It was the place where we had to literally plow with iron plows to work ourselves out that we should be ready for the, um, to, we should be ready to receive the tremendous revelation of Matan Torah. And as the Jewish people were, were refined, and as it says, Eretz Chafetz, we refined ourselves, and through that, that we refined ourselves, and we did, we learned Torah, and we did mitzvahs, um, in Mitzrayim, that caused us that after we left Mitzrayim and after we received the Torah, we had the true Yashri Yashriyakov that was able to be a tremendous plowing within us, a spiritual plowing that we were able to be real vessels for the tremendous Torah. So therefore, based on that, he says, that's also why that specifically through this Gullus, the Gullus that we're in, this is going to be a preparation for what? For when Mashiach comes. So in other words... So based on this, he says, Haboyim, when we say Haboyim, we're coming into, that means we're going into the Gullus. Just like the going into Gullus was a preparation for the Gula. So the same thing also, the going into this Gullus, Haboyim, going into this Gullus is the same idea. By us doing our Avodah, learning Torah, doing mitzvahs, praying, even though while it's Gullus, it's dark, that's going to give us a tremendous, uh, tremendous revelation what's going to happen when Mashiach comes. So in other words, that the planting in the Bnei Yisrael, that's going to that's going to be the cause for our growth when Mashiach comes, is referring to specifically the mitzvahs that we do in the times of Gullus. Like the Altar writes clearly that all the tremendous revelations that's going to happen when Mashiach comes is dependent and dependent on our work and our avodah 
what we do in times of Golas. So Haboyim Yashrei Shakar means when we do our Avoida now in Golas, we're planting the seeds for the tremendous revelation what's going to happen by the Gula. And um, so the Rebbe explains that's why when, when the Tzemach Tzedek brings in the second interpretation referring to planting in the mitzvahs, he doesn't say the idea of Haboyim, that we're planting within Bnei Yisrael, um, which is referring to the planting of the Bnei Yisrael in the times of Golas, because this, that when Mashiach comes, we're going to have tremendous revelation, is referring to the revelation, the, it's referring to based on our void that we do in the times of the temple, in times of Golas, and every one of those has a specific value. In other words, that void of Zman Habayis, which we'll soon see, the work that we do in the times of the temple and the work in times of Golas is two different avoiders, but ultimately they both give us the tre- tremendous revelation when Mashiach comes. Um, <clears throat> But on the other hand, when he says Yashri Shakab doing the mitzvahs, is referring to mitzvahs in all the time. So just to recap, what he's saying is as follows. Haboyim Yashri Shakab means that by doing our avoidah, we're creating the revelation when Mashiach comes. The fact is, the avoidah that we do in the times when, when we had the temple was one type of an avoidah. One spiritual work, which brought a, ne- a different net effect. The avoida, which we do in Zmanagolus, is a different avoida, which brings a different net effect. So that's why he doesn't say, he doesn't use the word haboyim, because that would, there's different insights into haboyim, what are you talking about? But he just talks about Yahshu Shakai, which that applies to both different avoidas, both different spiritual works of the times of the temple and the times of Golas. So now he's going to explain, um, the uh, deeper insight behind the power of doing mitzvahs. That we said when you do a mitzvah, you reach above Ishtalshalos, you reach the infinite, versus when you learn Torah, you only reach Chachma. And he says like this, why is it that when you do, when you do a mitzvah, you reach above Ishtalshalos, above nature? And he explains there's two reasons. Two reasons. One reason is, because when a person does a mitzvah, you draw down from a much greater place than you do when you when you learn Torah, like we explained before, that when you learn when you learn Torah, you're only getting to chachma, you only draw down from chachma. When you do a mitzvah, you draw down from above nature. That's one power of mitzvahs over Torah. Again, the first is because Torah only gets you to to chachma hishtalshlos. Um, a finite place, and doing a mitzvah takes you above Ishtalshlis, infinite. That's one reason. The other reason is, when you learn Torah, you're bringing light into the world. That's great. It's amazing. We should always learn Torah. On the other hand, when you do a mitzvah, you have the power and the pro. I'll say it in Hebrew and I'll translate it, or Aramaic. Ishapcha chashoycha linhoira. When you do a mitzvah, you're taking something that was dark, and you're transforming it into something bright. In other words, when you learn Torah, you bring light into the world. When you do a mitzvah, you're transforming your body. You're transforming your animal soul. You're transforming the place that you're in in this world. Three transformations, your body, your animal soul, and the world you're in. Where does that happen? That happens specifically by doing a mitzvah. So again, to recap, because we're going to go deeper into it. The benefit of doing a mitzvah over learning Torah, what he says over here is two points. Point number one is that when you do a mitzvah, 
you draw from above nature, versus when you learn Torah, you only get to Chachmah, which is part of nature. And the second reason is that when you do a mitzvah, you're transforming darkness into light. You're transforming the body, you're transforming your animal soul, and you're transforming the world that you're in. Now, what's the difference? What's the difference? He says like this. Because when you're dealing with, by doing a mitzvah, you're drawing down from above Ishtalshalus. So over there, in the first idea, that by doing a mitzvah, you're drawing from above nature. Over there, there's a difference between what you're drawing down in the times of the temple and in the times of Gullus. Why is that? Because when a person does a mitzvah, so it's a mitzvah, it's a mitzvah. You checked it off, you did a mitzvah. But when we, a person does a mitzvah with humility, recognizing that Hashem is really Hashem Uwalikim, and we're just a vehicle to do Hashem's mitzvahs, when we have real humility, so then the mitzvah is much more powerful. And because it's more powerful, you actually draw down from even a higher place. So again, when you do a mitzvah, it's a mitzvah of Hashem. But when you do it with bittel, it's like creating a turbo engine to it. You're drawing down from even a higher place. Now, when is there more humility? Now, in Gaulus, or in the times of the temple? So the Rebbe says very clearly that humility is more found when in the times of the temple. Why? Because the fact is like this. When we're in Gaulus, which means Hashem is concealed, you cannot really have the true prostration, the true internal humility, because humility comes from seeing God and godliness. Because the more you see and you realize that Hashem Hualakim, that Hashem is really the God, there's less of you. But what happens when you don't see God and godliness? You know it. I get it. You know it. But if you don't really, really see it, how much humility can you have? So the greater the, the, you see Hashem, the greater you see divine providence, the more humility you're going to have. In other words, like for example, it says in our prayers. What does it say in our prayers? We can't. To go up. And to see Hashem. And therefore, we can't prostrate ourselves. Which means that because we can't go to the temple, we can't see the tremendous revelation, therefore we can't prostrate ourselves. We're lacking that ability to have the true humility for Hashem. So that's when you're talking about internal humility you can't have. Because the light is off. Times of the temple they saw. They were totally humbled. They were totally humbled for Hashem. But he says even a step further, even the external humility, the humility of just physical prostration, physical humbling yourself, even the physical part, which comes from understanding godliness, which we really do have today. We could comprehend, we could meditate, we can learn, we can try to understand. It's not complete. It's not the way it should be. Why? Because even our comprehension of godliness in the times of Gullus is not real. It's not truth. So therefore, drawing down, by doing a mitzvah, drawing down the light of Hashem in the times of the temple where you had greater humility, you're drawing down from a much higher place. Now, the main drawing down from the higher place, when is that going to be when Mashiach comes? 
Because then we're going to have mitzvahs in the highest level, in a complete state. As it says, mitzvah like the mitzvah of Hashem. Now, so again, just to recap. The first component of mitzvah is that mitzvah allows you to draw from the highest places. Above Ishtalshalas. So there's a difference between exile that we're living in now and the times of the temple. In the times of the temple, because we had a greater ability to see Hashem, we went to the temple, we saw God revealed with all the miracles in the temple, we had much more humility. So we reached a much higher place. Today, we don't see, and even comprehension is weak. So the humility is not strong. We can still do mitzvahs, and we should do, but the humility is not there. So we're not going to be able to draw down the greatest level. That is the component of mitzvahs that comes through, uh, through humility, which causes drawing down, so we can't go so high today in Gullus. In the times of the temple, we can go much deeper. But then he says, on the other hand, what's the second component of a mitzvah? The second component of a mitzvah is, again, I'll say it in Hebrew, I'll translate, is and You're taking darkness, you're taking exile, and you're bringing light into exile. When is that? That's more now. In the times of exile than in the times of temple. Times of temple, the light was on. What kind of transformation is there? Transformation there is, but not on such a level. Today, in Galus, we have the power through our mitzvahs to bring the greatest light to the darkest places. Why? Because the darkness of our body, of our animal soul, of the world, all three of them, our body, the animal soul, and the world, like the way it's in Gullus, is the greatest darkness. Even darker than the darkness itself. This dark, and this is even darker. And when a person does a mitzvah in times of Gullus, and there's plenty of mitzvahs to do, uh, so through that, you're transforming the darkness, you're transforming your body, you're transforming your animal soul, and you're transforming the world. And what happens then is darkness gets transformed to light. So you see clearly, when it comes to a mitzvah, there's two components. One is drawing down a light, and that happens by bittel, humility. That happens more in the times of the temple. On the other hand, transformation happens more now than in the times of the temple. Now, when Mashiach comes, so what's going to happen then is the revelation of the accomplishment of the mitzvahs is going to be revealed, our avoidah. What's going to be revealed? Both. The component of the mitzvahs that we did in the times of the temple with tremendous humility, and the component of mitzvahs that we do now, transforming darkness to, to light. Both of those are going to be revealed when? When Mashiach comes. In other words, the revelation of doing a mitzvah from tremendous humility of the times of the temple, and the revelation of the mitzvah by transforming darkness into light. So the Rebbe says that it's possible to say this that the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, that the revelation, what's going to be like when Mashiach comes, is dependent on our avoidah and our actions, our work in times of Gullus. Because in Tanya, what is he referring to? He's not referring to the times of the temple. He's referring to the times of Gullus, when it's dark. And we do our avoidah of mitzvahs, referring to the part that we're transforming darkness into light.
Or the famous line is, The greater amount of light that shines when you're specifically elevating darkness. And this revelation is going to be when Mashiach comes. That is dependent on our avoidance in Golis. And this, that the, when Mashiach comes, the revelation of the infinite light of Hashem that's revealed through mitzvahs, that has to do with our avoidance in Golis. That's what the Alter is referring to when he talks about in Tanya. And the Rebbe says that even this revelation, the revelation of the mitzvahs, it, that that we that that's dependent on us doing um, our avodah now. Even though uh, he asks a very simple question, we're going to do we're going to do mitzvahs today, and that's going to bring tremendous light. But guess what? When Mashiach comes, that we're also going to be doing mitzvahs, and over the mitzvahs that we're going to be doing, Mashiach comes are going to be perfect. They're going to be pristine. They're going to be complete, and therefore the. Light that's going to come that by doing the mitzvahs when Mashiach comes is also going to be complete. But on the other hand, in order for, for, for the mitzvahs that we do when Mashiach comes to be complete, that has to come as an introduction of us doing our mitzvahs in this world. Because when we do mitzvahs in this world, that will cause a tremendous light, and that will be an introduction and prepped away for the mitzvahs that we do when Mashiach comes. Like the Rebbe says, we all know that even though we got the, the Torah from Hashem and Matan Torah, but because the Avais, our forefathers, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, um, went ahead and they observed the Torah and they did the mitzvahs before it was given, that prepped us and that helped us with the, doing our Avodah after we received the Torah from Hashem. And um, the Rebbe says it's, it's very possible that this idea of the tremendous revelation, that will come not necessarily because of what we do in, in the time of Gullus. That's going to come because of the spiritual work we do in the time of the Beis HaMikdash. Why? Because in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, we were on a much higher level than, than we're now in Gullus. And therefore, so the, 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 the doing the learning Torah and, and more importantly, doing the mitzvahs in the times of Beis HaMikdash, when a person does the mitzvahs and, um, and, and you're doing it on a much higher level, so that's going to be on a level compared to the mitzvahs that we're going to be doing when Mashiach comes. So therefore, the Rebbe says like this, this that our mitzvahs that we do now is a preparation for the mitzvahs when Mashiach comes, is referring to specifically what? The mitzvahs of, the times of the Beis HaMikdash. And that's one reason Herb explains why it's interesting is that specifically in the time of Gullus, there was added many, many um, uh, customs and beautification of mitzvahs, and also in learning, there's a lot of additions in the times of Gullahs, not only specific and, and detailed items, but general ideas. We know, for example, that before we went into Gullahs, guess what? There was no Mishnah written down. And because we went into Gullahs, the Mishnah was written down through Rabbeinu Kadosh in the times of Gullahs. But then, obviously, the, you know, the Gullahs was not yet intensified. But as the Gullahs intensified... They wrote on the Bryces, the Talmud, which was specifically um, organized in the time of Gullus. Why? Because we went into Gullus and we needed to have the completion of the Avoida of Gullus, so we needed to add more light. We, we, therefore, we wrote down the Mishnah, the Talmud, the Gemara, and so on and so forth. 
And therefore, the avoida of the time of Galus will actually bring to the completion of the, doing the mitzvahs when Mashiach comes. Now, Shabbat goes on to explain even a step further. He says like this. The difference between doing mitzvahs, in other words, one is drawing down the light, which we said is much greater in the times of the base of Megdash, and the transformation that happens, which is more now in the times of Galus. So this is also the same, is connected with our avoida, our work, which will create the revelation when Mashiach comes. In other words, like this. In reference to drawing down the, the powerful light by doing the mitzvahs, so since the, um, the completion, which is going to be revealed, is going to be when Mashiach comes, so that's going to cause, that's going to cause about, through our Avodah now, will create that tremendous revelation. And in reference to the transformation of by doing mitzvahs, which is, happens now, which is transforming darkness into light, so in other words, we, we know that there's darkness, and we know we have to transform it. So therefore, our work now, and the revelation of our work, which will be Mashiach comes, as we know, Mashiach comes, it says, that the um, impure, uh, impurity, the spirit of impurity is going to be wiped away. So it's two separate things. Notice, when we do our avoid of drawing down light, that's the same connection with when Mashiach comes, also drawing down light. Today it's about taking away darkness, which, which that causes a, a special light later, which is two separate ideas. So based on this, Rebbe explains why in the Chassidic discourse of the Tzemach Tzedek, he brings, <coughs> he brings specifically, when we're going down into Golos, Going down, in, going down to Gullus, and he says that he first he brings the idea of that Habayim Yash is referring to, to is referring to uh, Gula Mashiach coming, and the second one is referring to planting mitzvahs. Why? Because he explains like this: because this that we're planting mitzvahs now, which, you know, we're we're planting mitzvahs, and what is what is the idea of planting mitzvahs? The purpose of planting is so that you should have growth to come out of it. So. What, so what he's referring to when he says planting, he's, he's referring to planting mitzvahs, and that causes the tremendous revelation that comes down, not the transformation that comes through it. So in other words, when he, when the Tzamech Tzedek and the Tzedek Discourse is referring to that the avoided that we're doing now, which will cause the light when Mashiach comes, is not the transformation of Golas, it's referring to the avoided in the times, uh, times of the base of Mikdash. So because it's the avoided of the base of Mikdash, that's why he speaks about the revelation of Mashiach first. And therefore, he doesn't bring the whole idea of going down into Gullus, which we're now, because going down into Gullus is a reference to the transformation, not the light that's going to be drawn from it. In other words, in the times of the base of Migdash, what's the main focus? By doing the mitzvahs, we're drawing down the light. Now in Gullus, the main focus is doing the avoid in the times of Gullus. And um, that's why he says, that's why it also says that Yashri Yaakov is referring to doing the mitzvahs, and he says it after the, the Gili of Lost Lavi. Why? Because the drawing down the light that comes to doing the mitzvahs comes from where? From our Shurish Anashama, and this is going to be specifically when Mashiach comes. In other words, like this. 
What he's saying is as follows. There's two types of avoida in mitzvahs. There's one in the times of Beis Hamikdash that we did the we did the we saw the light, we felt a bit. Then we draw down the light. Then you have the avoida now, which is transformation. So the avoida then is about bringing the light, which is all about what's going to be Mashiach comes. Today the avoida is transformation, and that causes a, a light, which is totally two separate components. So based on this, the Rebbe asks a very very simple question. <clears throat> the connection of doing mitzvahs now, which is the second insight, in reference to the redemption, which that's the first insight that Tzamaq Tzedek explains, that has to do with doing mitzvahs now. It's about Yashrish Yaakov, transforming the world. And... Um, the goal of the transformation so that afterwards it should be tremendous revelation in the world. But the fact is, what does he bring first? He brings the Targum B'yonis Meneziel, which is referring to the Regula, redemption. And because he brings that first, obviously what he's trying to make a statement is that even though Yashrish Yaakov is the avoid of doing the mitzvahs, but what does he bring first? A reference to the Gula, which is going to happen in the future. So why does he do that? Why does he bring that first? And he says something very, very profound and very, very powerful. And he says like this. <clears throat> because he's trying to bring out that the main focus is the revelation of the redemption. So he brings it first. The main focus of doing mitzvahs is the revelation of the redemption. Once he speaks out the revelation of the redemption, he says that, yeah, you have to do the mitzvahs now, which is connected to redemption. Because he wants to keep our eye on the prize, and it's all about the redemption. And therefore, he says, that's why he starts off with the first insight of the redemption. Because everything, he says, in everything, everything comes from Torah. Everything comes from Torah. As we know, the famous line, it says, You want to create a world? You have to look in the Torah. And since Torah of the Tzemach Tzedek, what does he do? He brings which insight first? Redemption. So therefore, because he brings the insight of redemption first, therefore that draws down in the world that redemption comes first. So even though technically it's later, but because he brings it first, Torah establishes that redemption comes first. And it's really all about the redemption. The vision is the redemption. Yeah, we do the mitzvahs now to have the redemption, but it's really all about the redemption. And the Rebbe brings something very, very powerful, and he says like this, that when a Jew, and how much more so a Nasi, the Tzemach Tzedek, thinks about something good, which is again the redemption, so the thought of the redemption makes it happen that the redemption should be first. And like the Rebbe quotes, the famous teaching from the Tzemach Tzedek, which was taught and um, disseminated through the previous Rebbe, what did he say? Trach gut gut. So it's a teaching from the Tzemach Tzedek, and the one that publicized it was the previous Rebbe. It says it in Yiddish, Trach gut gut. Think good, it will be good. Think redemption, you'll have redemption. And the previous Rebbe to um, told us the famous story, that one, a chassid once came to him 
and he was complaining about challenges that he had and so on and so forth. Big issue, big famous, uh, powerful story. And the Rebbe quote the story here, so I'm not going to share the story right now, but you can look it up. The Rebbe says the story like this. So, the important, the answer part. So, the Tzemach Tzedek told the Chassid, and he told him as follows, that if you will think good, it's going to be good. And the Chassid went, and he was able to force himself to think good, and that's exactly what happened. Now, the Rebbe says the fact that it wasn't just a teaching, think good will be good. They actually added a story where there's a story and someone came and was concerned and worried and he told him, think good will be good. Why do he say a story? Because since it's a story, that means it's a real reality that happened. So it's it tra translated into, into a, the physical world. That even though it wasn't good, but by thinking good, it changed the reality and it became good. And like the Rebbe says, that it's known that the prophets, they would do a physical action. Why? In reference to their prophecy. Why? Because by doing a physical action, you take the prophecy, which is abstract, and you bring it down physical into the world. And the Rebbe says, when you take a thought, and you speak about it, and then, matter of fact, even more than that, you actually act on it, it has a much more greater impact. And how much more so the Rebbe says in our case. Besides the fact that the thought of the Tzemach Tzedek, of giving the insight of Aboim Yashrish Yaakov, which is the Gula, which technically happened later, which is going to happen later, he brought it first, and he wrote it down. That means it's action. He wrote it down. That becomes Torah. That Gula comes first. By writing it, he established the fact that redemption comes first. And whoever finishes off, it should be the will of Hashem, by speaking in these words, words of what redemption, it should usher in quickly, very, very quickly, and specifically by doing the work of spreading Judaism in general. And specifically spreading chassidus, like we're doing now. We're learning Torah on the internet, YouTube. The whole world can learn chassidus. Which that is a preparation, a practical preparation. And by you guys sharing this chassidus class with many, you're participating in sharing the teaching of chassidus. Of fulfilling the promise that it says in the Torah, Umallah ha'aretz deyas Hashem. The whole world will be filled with the knowledge of Yudke Vavke, which is only explained in chassidus. Just like the water covers up everything, and which the, the this is a, a verse that the uh, the Rambam, um, who was his yard site, is the Chavtevis this week, and he finishes off in his book in the in the Book of Maimonides, which is also connected to the beginning of the Book of Maimonides, where he starts of the book that we need to know Leida we have to know there's a God in the world. And it's also connected, the Rebbe says, this week we also have the anniversary, the, the Hilula of the Alter Rebbe passing away. And he writes in his book, in the Holy Book of Tanya, which we also have on YouTube, you can learn Tanya, and uh, which is on Chav Dal Tevis when he passed away. He also explains in depth the idea of Yediyas Hashem, knowing Hashem. So the Rebbe says it should be in the will 
of Hashem, that in the merit of the Baal Hilula, of the Alter Rebbe and the, and the Rambam, that both of them gathered together in their books the whole Torah. The Rambam has the whole Torah. He did a commentary on the whole Torah. The Alter Rebbe has the whole Torah in there. The, the, um, the uh, Mishnah Torah from the Rambam, which gathered all the halachot of the revealed part of the Torah. And the Alter Rebbe gathered in his book of the Kuti Amorim Tanya all the ideas of Chassidus. It's the Bible of mysticism. And also the books of Torah Ur, the Chassidic Parsha of the Alter Rebbe, the Kuti Torah, when you have a, a um, conglomerate of many, many Hasidic discourses, the foundations of mysticism of the Alter Rebbe, which is put together by the Tzemach Tzedek, his grandson, this will bring about, and it's just because like they gathered, this will bring about, uh, 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 will bring about quickly the ultimate promise, what it says in the Prophet, in, in the Haftorah, the Atem Toluktu Li Echad Echad B'nei Yisrael, that each and every one of us will be gathered from all over the world. Hashem is going to gather us. That very, very soon, Hashem is going to gather all of us, and we're all going to go to Eretz HaKodesh with tremendous abundance, because we know Hashem, Hashem is going to widen the boundaries of Israel. And specifically, we're going to go to Eretz Yisrael, but more important to Yerushalayim and to the base on Big Dosh, which is going to be built speedily in our days. So, as you can tell, this is a very, very powerful Hasidic discourse. It teaches us the power of doing mitzvahs, the power of the mitzvahs that were done in the times of the, of the temple when the light was on, that created tremendous light with Mashiach's coming, the power of doing mitzvahs in Golos. But more importantly, as Zerah brings in the Tzemach Tzedek, which is the first insight, which is referring to the Gula. And by putting Gula first, we will have Gula in our lives. And as the Rebbe said, we have to do it in thought, and we have to do it in speech and action. And if we track good and we think good, we'll all be blessed with a great life. So let's hope we think good and we think for the greatest good. As the Rebbe says, we should all merit to go to Yerushalayim or HaKodesh, and God willing, our next class will be given in Yerushalayim or HaKodesh. Have a great, blessed week with positive thoughts, positive speech, and positive action. Shavua Tov.